Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight's state of emergency, Florida braces for Category 3 hurricane landfall with life-threatening 12-foot storm surge and winds up to 115 miles per hour. The evacuation orders and airports closing. Here are tonight's headlines. This is going to be a major impact. Governor DeSantis warns millions to evacuate. It's not necessary to try to outrun the storm, uh, just get to higher ground. Breaking news, armed and dangerous chaos on campus at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill as police searched for a gunman. A federal hate crime investigation is now underway after police say a racist gunman killed three people at a store in Jacksonville, Florida. We cannot tolerate hate against our black community. A helicopter on fire spins out of control and crashes into an apartment building. A firefighter captain among those killed. A judge set the trial date in the federal 2020 election conspiracy case for March 4th, 2024. One day before Super Tuesday. We've all sat on the tarmac for too long. Tonight, the record find facing American Airlines. From art class to social studies, we'll show you how these kids in Georgia are going back to school with a lesson in AI. Do you know what AI stands for? It stands for robotics. Close enough. I have a dream. And the march on Washington... 60 years later, the struggle continues. And though we've come a long ways, we've got a long way to go. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! 
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Monday night. We are tracking an increasingly dangerous situation down in Florida, where two-thirds of the state is under a state of emergency, preparing for a major hurricane. Within the next 36 hours, the National Weather Service warns Tropical Storm Idalia will strengthen to at least a Category 3. Right now, the system is in the Caribbean, stalled over Cuba, the warm waters fueling the storm on its path to slam Florida's Gulf Coast. Millions in the Sunshine State are under evacuation orders. Governor Ron DeSantis telling Floridians, get to higher ground and stay somewhere that can handle a hurricane of this magnitude. And we're now learning that President Biden spoke with the Republican governor this morning, offering the help of the federal government for storm preps and cleanup. Nearly 1,100 National Guard members now activated, and there are sandbag locations open and ready to help prepare for the catastrophic storm surge. CBS's Christian Benavidez starts us off tonight from Clearwater. Good evening, Christian. Good evening, Nora. Here where I am, Pinellas County officials are not taking any chances. 48 hours before the storm is set to hit, they're already telling people to get to higher ground. This is going to be the first major hurricane to hit Florida this year, and it's going to bring with it strong winds and life-threatening storm surge. I'm very hopeful. I'm praying. It's all hands on deck in Tampa's Hillsborough County. Residents preparing for the potential power of Hurricane Idalia, filling sandbags, bracing for up to 11 feet of storm surge along the Florida coast. After Ian last year, I'm actually keeping a hurricane kit because Ian kind of snuck up on us. 19 counties are under emergency evacuation orders, officials warning millions of residents along Florida's west coast to get to higher ground. This is going to be a major hurricane. Uh, This is going to be a powerful hurricane. Supplies are quickly running out. This woman grabbed the last few remaining gallons of water at this Publix. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm used to it. Just bunker down and, you know, hope for the best and pray we have power. Residents are being asked to keep their gas tanks at least half full. But there are concerns after gas was contaminated at 29 gas stations across Florida. Tampa International Airport will close at midnight and will remain closed until after the storm. Nora, you'll recall last year, Hurricane Ian switched tracks at the very last minute. So officials are telling everyone along Florida's Gulf Coast to be on alert. Nora? I do remember that. Christian Benavides, thank you. Well, that's why 300 miles of Florida's Gulf Coast is under that hurricane warning. So let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. Time is quickly running out to prepare for this dangerous storm. It is still a tropical storm, but Idalia will quickly become a hurricane. In fact, it will become a major hurricane with wind sustained at 120 miles an hour at least before making landfall. Along with the strong winds, dangerous, life-threatening storm surge is going to be a very real concern. If people are told to evacuate, they need to evacuate. There is a lot of very warm waters for this storm to strengthen. And with that, a lot of water likely pushed on shore. Flooding at the coast will be life-threatening, as well as some of the heavy rain inland could also pose an issue. Nora. Chris, thank you. We want to turn now to that horrific crash of a rescue helicopter caught on camera in Florida. Two people, including a firefighter, were killed when the chopper slammed into an apartment building. We get the latest now from Joan Murray of our CBS Miami station. 
cell phone video captured the terrifying moments of Broward Sheriff's Office fire rescue helicopter with its tail on fire spun desperately out of control. Holy It's crashing! The doomed aircraft crashed into a Pompano Beach apartment complex and burst into flames. On top of the roof was all fire. A big ball of fire, that's all. And then, like I said, the second explosion. Authorities say two people died. Broward Sheriff's Captain Terrison Jackson, a 19-year veteran, and a woman in her apartment. He got out? Yeah, he got out. Amazingly, two crew members were seen crawling away from the wreckage. There's no rhyme or reason why they survived and we lost Harrison or vice versa, a civilian die. All of them could have truly have been killed in this accident. Officials say the fire rescue helicopter was headed to the scene of a car crash before it experienced mechanical issues and a fire on board. We're going to suffer, we're going to hurt, but this community should know we're prepared to answer the next call. And according to Broward Sheriff Gregory Tony, the three remaining police and fire helicopters have been grounded until they can be checked out to determine they are safe to fly. Nora? Joan, it is incredible that two of them survived. Thank you so much. Well, new video tonight of the gunman who opened fire in a racist attack at a Dollar General. The footage shows the suspect chased away from the campus of a historically black college right before the shooting. And police just revealing the 21-year-old gunman may have targeted a different discount store. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports. Tonight, newly released surveillance video shows the gunman's movements before the shooting, stopping at another dollar store, going to Edward Waters University, before opening fire at this Dollar General store Saturday. The police seen responding after the shooting. In Washington, President Biden condemned the shooting. We can't let hate prevail, and it's on the rise. It's not, not diminishing. And so we have to act against this hate-fueled violence. Authorities released surveillance video showing the 21-year-old gunman taking aim at his first victim in the parking lot. Then he enters the store, wearing a face covering and bulletproof vest, firing more rounds before shooting himself. Authorities say he had two legally purchased firearms, including an AR-15-style rifle covered with swastikas. All of the victims were black. The gunman texted his father minutes after the shooting, directing him to his bedroom where he left a will and racist writings, according to law enforcement officials. The manifesto is, is, a, is quite frankly, uh, the diary of a madman. The gunman had no criminal record, but in 2017, at age 15, authorities held him for an involuntary psychiatric evaluation. Minutes before the shooting, students at nearby Edward Waters University, a historically black college, flagged down campus security officer Lieutenant Antonio Bailey. What did they tell you? Um, they stated that they seen a individual that was putting on a, what appeared to be a tactical vest, uh, what appeared to be gloves, uh, mask, hat, and that we needed to check that vehicle out. The three victims are 52-year-old Angela Carr, 19-year-old A.J. Laguerre, and 29-year-old Gerald Gallion, who had a four-year-old daughter. It's not fair. Latiffany Gallion is the victim's sister. He was a loving guy. A loving, a loving guy. He was a devoted fa father. He'd devoted. do anything for his daughter. Tonight, the FBI and local authorities continue to review the racist messages left behind by the shooter and say they will eventually make them public. Also, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced a $1 million award for Edward Waters University to help bolster campus security. Nora? Manny Bohorquez, thank you very much.
Back here in Washington, a date is set for Donald Trump's trial on charges of attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 election. And the date is significant. It's one day before those Super Tuesday primaries. And with the former president's legal peril growing, CBS's Robert Costa reports Trump's White House chief of staff took the stand in Georgia. Tonight, a legal and political collision. The March 4th, 2024 trial date when Trump will face criminal charges for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election will take place the day before Super Tuesday, when voters in 14 states across the country cast ballots in primary elections. Judge Tanya Chutkin rejected Trump's request to start the trial in 2026, telling the former president's lawyers Mr. Trump will have to make this trial date work, regardless of his schedule. There are now three criminal trials crowding Trump's calendar next spring, We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And today, Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, appeared in court in Fulton County in an attempt to move his charges from state court to federal court. Meadows was present on a phone call between Trump and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Mr. President, everybody is on the line. And just so this is Mark Meadows, the chief of staff. When the president asked for additional votes to overturn the election. I just want to find uh, 11,000. 780 votes, which is one more than we have. Meadows, who unexpectedly took the stand today, testified that he organized the call as a federal official, acting under color of his office. Former Justice Department official Tom Dupree said Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis can easily dispute that. She's arguing that he went way beyond what a chief of staff is expected to do or is even legally permitted to do, that he was engaged in political behavior, which chiefs of staff can't do. It's certainly not part of their official duties. Former Trump advisor Peter Navarro was also here at federal court today as he faces contempt of Congress charges. He told a judge that Trump urged him to stiff arm the January 6th committee and its subpoena request and instead claim that Trump had asserted executive privilege. Nora. Robert Costa with all those new details. Thank you very much. And out of this breaking news, a suspect is in custody tonight after chaos on the campus of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. A faculty member was shot and killed, locking down the school and forcing terrified students and faculty to barricade themselves inside dorm rooms and classrooms for hours. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. In a massive show of force, police at the University of North Carolina swarmed the campus. The alert went out. First, of a person armed and dangerous, and then... The gunshot victim is going to be in room 159. I'm grieved to report that one of our faculty members um, was killed in this shooting. Tense moments in a lockdown that lasted hours. The silence punctuated by police helicopters and chimes from the campus bell tower. Officers began evacuating buildings several groups at a time. I heard one gunshot, and then I've been hearing, like, sirens and all of that. We all very quickly, you know, jumped up out of our seats to get uh, against the wall um, so that we weren't, you know, in plain sight. UNC police released this photo of the suspect. Asian male, graduate student wearing a gray shirt, armed with a 9mm. Finally, the all-clear is police made an arrest. But amid the relief... There's anger. Something needs to be done so we can come to school safely. This is just really unacceptable to me. CBS News has confirmed that the suspect taken into custody is from China. Because it's still early in the, in the investigation, we don't know the motive for the attack, but it does not appear to be random.
Nora. Jeff Pegues, thank you. There's also some breaking news tonight. The Pentagon just identified the three Marines killed when their Osprey aircraft crashed during a training mission on Sunday in northern Australia. All were based in Hawaii. Three other Marines remain in the hospital while officials investigate the cause of the crash. The Marine Osprey, which takes off like a helicopter and flies at high speeds like a plane, has been involved in five deadly crashes since 2012. Now to our series, School Matters. While some schools are banning artificial intelligence, others are taking a different approach. According to a recent survey, half of all secondary level teachers believe AI will change education for the better. CBS's Christina Ruffini shows us one school district that's embracing AI as early as kindergarten. At Patrick Elementary, about an hour outside Atlanta, these first graders are programming Legos. Today we're going to look at this AI thinking skill, creative problem solving. It's part of a pilot program to incorporate high-tech learning into the classroom. Do you know what AI stands for? Yeah. What does it stand for? It stands for robotics. Close enough. Why is there AI in these schools? AI is such a popular buzzword right now, but we've actually been doing this for a couple of years. Sally Holloway is the director of AI and computer science for Gwinnett County Schools. Five years ago, administrators decided to use some of their state funding to create an AI-driven curriculum. The program now includes more than 700 kids. We're not like always messing with a robot, um, but what we are doing is teaching them how to think and solve problems with these tools. Sometimes, however, they are messing with robots, like at this after-school club at Seneca High. The rapid-fire lessons are aimed at helping kids keep pace with an increasingly automated economy. One study estimates by 2030, most jobs will include at least some level of automation. We tell our kids all the time, you know, we don't know what kind of problems you're going to face in your future, but we can teach you how to ask really good questions, and we can teach you problem-solving skills. Helping students learn to use artificial intelligence while still developing their own. Christina Ruffini, CBS News, Atlanta. A major U.S. airline is hit with a record fine for making passengers wait for hours on the tarmac We've got the details next. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. American Airlines was hit with over $4 million in fines for keeping thousands of passengers grounded on the tarmac for hours. 
without letting them off the plane. That's against the Transportation Department's rules, and this is the heftiest fine ever for the violation. The airline blames the delays between 2018 and 2011 on exceptional weather events. Simone Biles, did you see, breaks a U.S. gymnastics record. That's next. Tributes continue to pour in following death of the death of game show titan Bob Barker, who for 35 years was a member of the CBS family. Barker, of course, hosted The Price is Right from 1972 until 2007. After learning of Barker's death on Saturday, the show's current host, Drew Carey, said, there hasn't been a day on set that I didn't think of Bob Barker and thank him. Bob Barker was 99 years old. I loved watching him. Simone Biles vaulted into the gymnastics history books on Sunday, winning her record eighth all-around national championship. The victory comes a decade after Biles first reached the top of her sport as a teen prodigy, and it makes her the oldest gymnast ever to win the U.S. championship. Biles, now 26, is making a dramatic comeback after a two-year break to focus on her mental health. Great to see her. And we take a look at the first rough draft of history with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. That's next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It was 60 years ago today that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. extolled those famous words, I had a dream at the March on Washington. CBS's Nicole Killian got a rare look at a draft of the historic speech. I have a dream today. Before there was a dream, there was a draft. This was the first draft of the speech that later became I have a dream. Entitled Normalcy Never Again, it did not include the word dream, according to Vicki Crawford, who oversees the Morehouse College King Collection at the Woodruff Library. We are inside the vault. Where CBS News was granted rare access to King's personal papers and books. How did normalcy never again evolve into I have a dream? Dr. King very often would revise and revise and draft and draft speeches. He worked on this all night, all night long. But when he got to the podium, something changed. For the first, what, 10, 15 minutes, he read the text. Mahalia Jackson, the gospel singer, she said, well, tell him about the dream. And so he went off text. Today, the whirlwinds of revolt are shaking our nation. Reading King's handwritten words 60 years later, Crawford says they still matter. Though we've come a long ways, we've got a long way to go. To keep the dream alive. Thank God Almighty! We'll see it Nicole Killian, CBS News, Atlanta.
And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.